Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Stu does America. For the best in conservative merch, go to studosmerch.com. Use the promo code STU10 and save 10%. If you're watching this video on YouTube, like this video right this second. Please, we appreciate it. Uh, that'll get it to more people, and that's what we want. Of course, subscribe to the channel and hit the bell for notifications. Do all the things. We appreciate it. Jeffy is unfortunately going to step by, uh, stop by today to flex his conspiracy theory muscles, which are, I think, the only muscles he actually has. The Paul Pelosi attack video is out. We will show it to you. We'll talk to you about it. We'll give you the 911 call. We'll give you all the stuff here in just a couple minutes. But we start by doing the Tyree Nichols incident. It's actually really terrible video release day today. You know, on Tuesday, all the new books come out for the week. Today, all the new really terrible videos come out for the week. Uh, The Pelosi video, that uh, is really disturbing. We will give you some of that here in a little bit. But first... This Tyree Nichols situation. Now, this video, as I do this show today, is not yet out. It's supposed to come out tonight in a very strange, like, there's like a release schedule for this video. They decided to release the video of this uh, police beating, uh, and we'll get into the details of what happened here in a second. But they're going to release the video after the local news ends on Friday night. I'm not sure what to make of this. Obviously, they want to, I guess, bury the news, so they're going to put it after the local news is over. On the other hand, I can know, I know the normal way of putting out news you don't want people to talk about is on Friday night, but like, I've got, if you're thinking the reaction might be massive riots that burn your city to the ground, maybe Friday night, not a good time to release a video like this. Just throwing that out there. Maybe like Tuesday at 10.30 a.m., something like that might be better. Uh, we'll see what happens tonight. Hopefully, you know, cooler minds prevail, uh, but we will see on, on that one. Um, this is a another police shooting. Well, it's actually a police beating in this particular case, but another death. And uh, we have um, um, charges have already been filed in this case. We'll get to all of this here in a second, but we do want to revisit uh, some one main principle of this show whenever we cover police violence cases, just to kind of see if it applies here. And this is the way we always uh, do this here. How can you eliminate 95% of political violence? Note, I'm not saying you can get rid of 100% of political violence. You can't. But how can you eliminate 95% of police violence? Excuse me, police violence. Well, step one, don't run from, fight with, or otherwise try to kill the police officer. Step two, actually, that's, that's the entire that's the whole list. That's it. Just don't, don't run from the cops. Don't fight with the cops. Don't try to kill the cops. If you can do those things, most of the time, nothing bad is going to happen to you when it comes to violence from police officers. However, I will say, doesn't eliminate 100% of the violence, unfortunately. There are some people who go way beyond what they're supposed to be doing. And in this case, that does seem to be part of it. Tyree Nichols was in Memphis. He's a black man. Of course, that's, I mean, let's be frank. That's why you're hearing about the story everywhere. Because these stories, when it comes to, you know, white people being killed by cops, it just doesn't have the same buzz. 
you know, the reverse is maybe true with some of these uh, true crime stories. They always say that it's only, uh, you know, attractive, white, blonde college students that get covered in their murders. I don't know. Maybe that's true, but it does seem to be true. Uh, all, every every little genre of news has their sympathetic figure, and this is what happens over and over and over again. So what are the, what's the truth here? Because I want to go into this. It is a story where you're seeing kind of the same big players, the Al Sharptons of the world, the Benjamin Crumps of the world involved in the story. What's the truth, and sh- what should we learn from this? Nichols is 29 years old, or was 29 years old. He was hospitalized in critical condition, and he died three days later after Memphis police officers stopped him on January 7th. Details about what occurred between Nichols and the officers have been sparse. Police initially said that Nichols fled on foot during the reckless driving stop and that a confrontation occurred in effort to detain him. However, Memphis Police Chief C.J. Davis said on CNN early Friday that an investigation and review of available camera footage could not substantiate the reckless driving claim. Now, you have someone who is pulled over for reckless driving. Obviously, that shouldn't escalate to a point of someone being dead. We know that something happened here. Um, and of course, as you might imagine, the media and you know, everybody on the left immediately jumped to these white supremacist cops. They're out there trying to kill black people. We've seen this over and over and over again. Uh, some, of the, some, you know, some of the coverage. Uh, attorneys liken Tyree Nichols' arrest to Rodney King beating. We all remember seeing that. It has to stop, Ben Crump says. Excessive force by police depends on the race of the citizen. Now, Ben Crump, if you don't know who this is, he's basically the Gloria Allred of police violence. Anytime, you know, and I, look, I know that people who have gone to Gloria Allred have legitimate claims of uh, sexual harassment and sometimes worse. But if you go to Gloria Allred, you kind of give society the excuse to not listen to anything that you're saying because she is such a scam artist, in my opinion, uh, that, like, I, don't, I just don't know how a serious person with a serious claim like this would go to her. He's kind of the same way. Benjamin Crump is like the same guy, like Al Sharpton was years ago. You go to Benjamin Crump, and in my opinion, you're going to wind up with a circus, and getting to the bottom of this without, with the facts is going to be very, very difficult. This is just not what this guy brings to the table, in my Opinion. Um, As another black man dies at the hands of police, a lesson in whom the system stands up for. A tweet by Ellie Mistal. This Memphis video of the lynching of Tyree Nichols must be awful. Basically, everybody who has seen it is say, oh, please don't riot when you see this like you probably should. I've never seen a reaction like that. Public Defendering says, wow, they are making sure people don't know the officers were charged. Excuse me, the people sure... They are making sure people know the officers were charged with murder before they released the video of Tyree Nichols' death. This response means it's shocking in a way we haven't seen yet. They are attempting to remove the justification for public outrage. Don't let them. Now, this is where the story kind of takes a turn. Because up until now, it's kind of the normal story, right? You have um, a, a sad incident where someone passes away. Again, don't run from police. It's never a good idea. That's apparently what happened in this case, but we don't know. If that was justified in this case, maybe we'll see in the video that he was he really needed to run. We don't know. But, you know, this is kind of how these things go. Right. You, the, the, someone is, uh, is particularly a person of color is killed by police officers. We see the Benjamin Crumps and the Al Sharpton show up on the scene. Everyone yells about racism. Um, and uh, the police uh, often will say, gosh, no, you, you got this wrong. Here's the this is not true. Uh, it's not what it seems. Blah, 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 blah. Here's where this story splits from the normal narrative. Number one, 
The police aren't saying that. The police aren't saying, hey, don't know, we followed procedures. Hey, no, actually, this wasn't that bad at all. The police officers have already been fired. The police officers have already been charged up to murder in this case already. That's really, really fast. Whatever is going to be on this tape, some of these tweets, they're, they're left-wingers. They're throwing in racism and some of the stuff that I don't know if it belongs, but I will say this. It does seem to be, by all the reactions and the context of what we know about this, it seems like the video is going to be really, really bad. And that is uh, something we do not need in our society. We have a very divided country. We have a country that seems quick to, to the fuse of violence lately. And we really, really hope that doesn't happen tonight or, uh, or going on this weekend. But I will tell you, you know, it's, some of the stuff is really tough to watch. We have the Pelosi video as well. We're going to show you that in a little bit. Really tough to watch. I mean, it's, it's a, having all these cameras everywhere has its benefits. I'm glad we can know who's guilty of crimes and who uh, is not, when it, especially when it comes to body cams for police officers. But on the other hand, some of the stuff is just really brutal and really hard to get through. Um, let me give you another one here. This is from Frederick Joseph. He says, I urge anyone who is not black to avoid sharing the video of Memphis police murdering Tyree Nichols with any black people unless they explicitly say they want to see it. This is going to be another traumatizing moment with or without seeing the video. And, and I'm sure it will be traumatizing. But why would it be only traumatizing to black people? If you're a person who actually cares about human beings, someone getting murdered in front of your eyes, it's going to be disturbing to you. It should be disturbing to you. It better be disturbing to you. If it's not disturbing to you based on the color of the person who is murdered and their skin color, you got a whole nother set of problems going on. Of course this is disturbing to everybody, not just black people. It's disturbing to everyone. And this is another place where this story veers off the normal narrative path that we normally go down. Because with all these claims of racism, over and over and over again, we have dozens and dozens of them. People saying this is racist. People saying, uh, you know, this is how uh, black people are treated by police. On and on and on and on. Benjamin Crump saying it. Uh, Al Sharpton saying it. There's one complicating factor to this story. Let me allow you to meet the five police officers fired and charged this week. Number one, to Darius Bean. If you happen to be listening on podcast, he is an African-American cop who was charged in this case. Cop number two, Demetrius Haley. Once again, I would point out he happens to be African-American. Number three, Emmett Martin III. You may notice if you're watching on video, yes, he is also African-American. Number four, Desmond Mills Jr. You may notice he is also African-American. And number five, Justin Smith. You may notice he is also African-American. All five officers in this case are black. Does that mean that black cops are more likely to beat up black people? Does that mean the race, they were racist against black people? What, what, does this make any sense to anybody? Why would you be claiming racism when you know all five of the officers who may be guilty in this case are also black? There may be very many reasons to be critical of this case, and it seems like there are. But racism has absolutely nothing to do with it at all, unless these people were racist against their own race. Yet that is paragraph 13, paragraph 17, paragraph 22 of these news stories. 
Some of them at least did cover it. The New York Times covers it. This is all the attention they give. The police, in an initial statement, said that a confrontation occurred as the officers, all of whom are also black, approached Mr. Nichols' vehicle on the evening of January 7th, and he ran away. There was then another confrontation, and officers arrested him, the statement said. Now, again, I will point out, this is just uh, the advice we give you. If you get pulled over, I would not advise you to run away. How do we eliminate 95% of all police violence? Well, there's three steps. Well, there's actually one step. Don't run from, fight with, or otherwise try to kill police officers. If you do that and stick to that one golden rule, you will eliminate about 95% of police violence. That is the only rule on the list. The whole thing, right there. Now, would that have worked here? I don't know. The video seems to be so terrible that Maybe these guys just would have done this anyway. I don't know. That's really sad, and hopefully that's not true. But you certainly improve your odds quite a bit if you just are respectful and listen to police. You don't have to talk to them. Many people will tell you, don't give them all sorts of details. You don't have to. You have a right, a Fifth Amendment right to not talk and give details about your situation. But I will say running from them or uh, punching them or fighting with them, not a good idea. Don't try that one. Not, not, not productive. Of course, even though all five officers are black, that didn't stop the machine from trying to claim racism anyway. Tyree Nichols' death shows that black cops can also be the faces of white supremacy. It's as if they're parodying themselves. Could there be a worse point than that one? You might say no, but yet dozens of publications are making points just like that today. This video is going to come out. It may lead to very, very dark things. We hope that's not true. The family of Tyree Nichols is begging people, please don't destroy our cities. I don't want us burning up our city, says Tyree Nichols' mom as she calls for peaceful protests. We know the media will call them peaceful no matter what happens. They'd set off nuclear bombs in the, in the downtown Memphis and they'd say it was mostly peaceful. But it's really important that people understand what actually happened here. They always lie to you in the media. They always put down these inconvenient facts. But those facts are important. We will see what happens on the video. It does seem like it's going to be really bad. We should brace for it. But secondarily, we can also look at the facts. This is not a, there's no evidence. And it almost, there almost can't be evidence of racism in this particular case. Peaceful protests are okay. It's something really, really guaranteed uh, to you in the Constitution. But burning down a city is not a peaceful protest. Hopefully, cooler heads will prevail. All right, if you want the best in skincare, you want GenuCell. GenuCell's latest skincare innovation, which is their microbiome moisturizer. It's got the power of probiotics to start target skin redness, pesky wrinkles and fine lines, patchy blotches, and other visible signs of premature aging. Now, the probiotics I'm talking about are the same probi- probiotics that come in like yogurt. Now, I don't know if you can go and get your uh, Yoplait, 
out of the fridge and just smear, smear it on your face, I would not recommend that. I would go with a GenuCell instead because they actually know what they're doing. They can get you to the best skin possible. Probiotics, uh, of course, extracts target bad bacteria, restore balance to your skin. They do all the things you want them to do to get rid of that aging. Um, and now every GenuCell most popular package includes the new probiotic moisturizer as your gift with every order. GenuCell's most popular package is 70% off and includes products for all of your skincare needs, including those under eye bags and puffiness. Treat yourself to the best skincare in the world. For a look you will love, go to genucell.com slash stew, genucell.com slash stew. Get your probiotic moisturizer today. If you enter the code stew at checkout, you'll get an additional 10% off your entire purchase. G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash stew. It's genucell.com slash stew. The standoff at the border is heating up between Texas Governor Greg Abbott and the federal government. Politicians will never let a crisis go to waste. We have been invaded. The crisis is being used by Republicans as a photo op by the Democrats to expand their voting base. More than 85% of everybody reaching the border is coming in. That's the definition of an open border. Just down the road, you can get in no problem, no Humvees, no armed guards. What people don't realize is there's a way around everything. The Blaze Originals team traveled to the Texas border, ground zero of the most controversial news story of 2024. With some experts estimating over 4 million border crossings in 2023 alone, we embedded with the Take Our Border Back convoy to investigate. What if the entire narrative you thought you knew was a lie? Go watch the real story of Texas versus the feds and how the elites use the border crisis against us by visiting realbordercrisis.com and use code TEXAS for $30 off an annual subscription to Blaze TV. As someone who watches Blaze TV or maybe takes in a bunch of our podcasts, you know we have shows from all you know viewpoints and spectrums across the conservative uh, ideals. Uh, we kind of have that uh, that whole situation where you get so much coverage of so many important uh, issues by so many intelligent people, and then we also have <laughs> chewing the fat with Jeff Fisher. Uh, that's just another thing we do. Thank you. I don't know Thank why you. we do it exactly, but. We do it, and you do it. Jeff Fisher is joining us now. Thank you so much for those kind words. You're welcome. It's so good to see you. I'm glad you're part of the team. Oh, well, are you? Uh, No. Um, So (laughs) you are covering something vitally important to America, as usual. Well, a couple things. Uh, First, I want to congratulate you. Oh. Uh, as an Eagles fan. Th- oh, thank you. As thank an you. Eagles fan. It's been a good year. They're going to the championship. Mm -hmm. They, however, were the uh, worst-rated game of the past weekend. <laughs> uh, so I just want to let you, congratulate oh, well, you on oh, that. Oh, thank you. No, you're welcome. Um, can I tell you why that happened? Because they won 38 to seven, <laughs> Jeffy. And people didn't need to stay there. Really? It, everyone knew it was over about 10 minutes into huh, the game. That's, that's how they knew. And they still they had like 28.6 million people. Yeah, I know. So, it's inc- I mean, the NFL amazing. dominates everything. And, and you know, we would do this list of uh, the top rated shows of, of the past year. Yeah, the, top 100, yeah. 82 of them were NFL broadcasts, right. 82 of 100. Well, look, I mean, the only, out of all the regular networks, I believe ESPN was the only network out of the top 20 that had uh, plus 14%. Everybody else was minus this year yeah. as far as viewers. Yeah. So, I mean, it's the live sporting events. That's why everybody wants in on it. That's right? all there is. And, and the other programming on ESPN isn't doing anything. You know, we were, Glenn and I were talking about ratings, TV ratings today, and some new number came out, and I can't remember the exact number, um, but they were talking about Fox News and, and how Fox News was the only basic cable channel that had average over a million people watching, which is like, I mean, nothing. Wow. Nothing. 
It just ESPN was second with like 880,000. Right. And they went through the the numbers of the key demographic, the advertiser friendly adult <laughs> yes, 25 to 54 demographic, which is kind of what you focus on when you're in cable news. And the numbers that Fox is putting up now are worse than the numbers we were putting up when we were on CNN headline news. Headline wow. news, not even regular CNN. CNN headline news. And think how terrible we thought we were then. Right, like we thought we had no. It felt like nobody was watching us back then. And now, I mean, it really the the, the whole world has changed. And the only thing you can get oh, yeah. people to go and sit in front of television for is live sporting events. Well, there's so look. It's it's the golden age of TV, right? But yeah. we have so many options. It's on streaming. I know. And it's so broken up. I know. You know. I know you watch. Every television show that is released, so you know all about that. I attempt to. But you've actually been covering the NFL in a way most people aren't. Well, I just want to say that, uh, you know, we all know about the, or, you know, if you follow the NFL, you know about the DeMar Hamlin story. Yeah. Uh, really rough. When really it happened rough. in Cincinnati, right? And they canceled the game. And then uh, he showed up this past weekend. Yeah. At the Saturday game. Mm-hmm. Or did he? Stu? Uh, well, I saw him. He was. You did? You did see him? Because I have video of him arriving. Looks like Jamar Hamlin is in the building. There he is. is. We're all happy he's in the building. If they show him in the stadium in any capacity, it will blow the doors Uh, off of this place. Did we see you? Jamar Hamlin just showed up, and it looks like his mom and his Oh, there's his family. We saw his his family's face. Stay tuned. It's mine, brother. He kind of ducked off. I mean, look, he maybe doesn't want to get the, you know, He's ducked, ducked off, and you know he's going to be revealed in front of the stadium later. Right, on, they're going to bring him out. Now, that, that was my uh, that was my theory is that he would be you know maybe lead the team out or yeah. at least be introduced. You know that place would go crazy. Yeah. No, it didn't happen. He just went up into a suite, uh, and they showed him on national television in the suite. Yeah. Um, here in Demar Stewart. There he is. Oh my gosh. There's Demar. Right Wait. Here. There's Demar. Wait. That's was um, sign. Yeah. That. Hello? Is that? There he is. It's hard to see him. It's snowing. He's got a hood on. There he is. Oh, there he is. We've got a live shot inside the the suite. Kind of an odd shot. Oh, darn. Get people pumped up, though. But he's there. Why are you saying, or did he? Well, a lot of people now, there's one rumor that believes that Lamar is actually dead. He's passed away. Lamar Hamlin is dead? Yes. Mm -hmm. I don't believe that. Mm -hmm. But I do believe he wasn't there at that game. (laughs) There's no way that was him. Oh, no, we never saw him. We never saw him. Now, I know. Now, he tweeted out on Monday uh, the tweet where he was standing next to a painting of oh, him yeah, on a wall. Go. Clone. Okay. Is he talking about the painting or him, or the person standing in front of the painting? Because <laughs> you don't see him. You're asking if he's a clone you know, of himself? He's saying. He's, that's what the tweet said. The tweet said, said clone. Now, is this him? So he's throwing it out there, letting us know it's not him. I've heard a little bit about this conspiracy theory. I just proved it to you Uh, that he wasn't there. I don't know what more you want. You just showed the the footage from the network. How does that prove? Proves it because you didn't see him. Right, but like you saw someone who they claimed was him. That is, I mean, yes, the claim was it was him. That's right. You're saying that you you don't believe. Never saw him. Well. I mean, could it be that, you know, he, first of all, it was very cold. You're going to be bundled up. But I can understand. It was weird. I will say it was weird. Right. And plus they claimed that uh, adding this to the, the fire that it wasn't him. You know, they claimed that uh, once they sent him home from, you know, he went from Cincinnati to Buffalo mm-hmm. Hospital. And then they said, you can go home. Yeah. And he still had to be on oxygen. And he was still struggling. And uh, I, 
even, I mean, you tell me, oxygen tank in any of those pictures? I did not I, see one. I didn't one. see one. I did not see one. Uh, he got up and walked right off. So apparently he's not using that anymore, I, I or at least not all the time. Stu, I don't know. Well, could, I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying I don't think it's him. Could it be? I think we're being had. Now, the only thing I, because I, it is weird we have not seen him. I, I, I grant you that. I don't believe it wasn't him. It is weird we haven't seen him. Could it be that, like, during these, you know, multiple uh, medical processes, he was either scarred in some way or, like, he he feels, you know, kind of a little self-conscious, doesn't want to necessarily reveal what he looks like. He's got maybe tubes hanging out of his neck or something like that. I, I if, you want, if you want to believe that, Stu, you go right ahead. <laughs> You do it. You believe what you want to believe, okay? Now he's now. I will say, yes, obviously it is possible. Okay. And uh, you know, he. I just find it strange that they didn't use him as such a tool, and obviously it didn't work. Whatever it did, because Buffalo got their butt kicked yeah, in Cincinnati. Yeah. Now Josh Allen was asked about it on Buffalo some Bills podcast. Yeah, yeah on, on a podcast, uh, Kyle Brandt's basement podcast or whatever it is. And uh, Josh said it's all BS. One, that's that's Damar swag. That's what he liked. He works wearing that. Um, two, he was in the locker room with us pregame. Was he? So, yes, that was Damar. There's absolutely <laughs> zero chance. There's absolutely zero chance. That's okay, the good. Damar Hamlin. That's our guy. That's... Uh, our brother, he was with us pregame, postgame. He was up in the suite with his family, his little brother, 100%. So people need to stop. I got it. Stop this. So Josh is in on it. And uh, <laughs> he, uh, you know, he's keeping, keeping, the, Wait, keeping what, it going. To what end? <laughs> what? What? Why would they put a clone, someone, a lookalike? Why? Like, I understand, like, what was it? The American president? Was that one of the movies where yeah. they had like the uh, real president dies? The American dies. president, but yes, I know. Dave, about, yeah. Dave, maybe? There was a couple of movies that came them, out right yeah. around the same time yeah. where the president, I feel like one of them, the president died and they found a lookalike to kind of come in there and just make his speeches. And uh, I, I guess in that, in that movie world, you could see a reason to come up with someone who's a look. Why would they do this if DeMar Hamlin is alive? Right. Why would they drag I mean, some fake I, person to the stadium? I don't know. They want you to make, maybe he's not as well as they are portraying. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they just want people to believe that he's better than he is. Now, is this a theory? I don't know that. Is this a theory that says the NFL is trying to protect its sport? They know a serious injury like this could take it down. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Or is it a theory, or maybe it's both. Or is there a theory where it's like the Bills really wanted to get this great moment to fire their team up and that, they were just willing to do that, it anyway? Right. I mean, that's kind of where I'm at is that, uh, you know, <laughs> that they the had to the- have him there. <laughs> they had to have him there. They had to. They did kind of Because my theory was, I mean, I thought they were going to, you know, parachute him in to, you know, <laughs> midfield. I have to. I mean, <laughs> a major heart condition? He's going to parachute a guy? Yeah, just parachute him in. Because I was a little... Midfield. Now, you have had some uh, heart uh, situations I, look, that have gone They already on. said that they were going to pay DeMar. Uh, you know, they give him his money. Mm-hmm. Everything's good because, you know, there's no way they couldn't not pay him right. after all of this. So um, it, it would make... <laughs> well, it yeah. just makes sense that he has to be a part of it. It's just so strange did, how they did it. it. It was really weird. Now, again, it was freezing cold. There was snow on the field. Like, don't even know. get me started on that, by the way. Well, it's all right. We'll change. I freaking. What? There's no reason that stadiums should not be domed. But that's another what? argument. 
Is that another conspiracy? No, no, okay. no that's a that's a fact. Mm. That is a fact. I don't I mean, like we're cold doing... weather. I'm with you on. I really don't like it. Like oh. I was thinking about going up to the to see the Eagles championship game this week, Oof. and I was like, well, first of all, uh, I'm a little concerned uh, about um, bringing my child. <laughs> To Philadelphia? <laughs> really? Even wearing Eagles clothing, I'm a little concerned. I don't blame um, you. But secondarily, like, it's going to be cold. It's going to be really cold. It's going to be cold. And I, uh, I'm a bit of a wuss. I've lived in Texas a long I time. Know. You know, it's going to be nice and warm in my TV room. I, it's going to be sure uh, the exact temperature I want it to be. And I, I will be very comfortable. I don't have to holler for a drink. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, I don't know. I, I, so, okay, so... Anyway, yes. End of the day, DeMar Hamlin is alive, but just decided to send a clone to the game. That's correct. That's correct. That's the theory. I mean, facts are facts. I believe I proved that on this prairie program. I mean, it was basically like um, Tom Cruise in A Few Good Men. You you had that moment where everyone was like, wait, what's going to happen? Then then he said, you can't handle the truth. He proved the case, convicts the guy, and it's all over. You had the Perry Mason. You're welcome. You're welcome. You can get more of these moments if you want them on Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Jeffy, of course, host of Chewing the Fat. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcast. You should do that. Five stars. Give him the stars. He loves the stars. Do it right now if you can. Jeffy, thanks so much for coming on the program. No, no, no. Thank you, Stu. <laughs> Thank you, Jeffy. So we've been talking about conspiracy theories today. I want to take you through uh, the Nancy Pelosi videos and audio here um, and Paul Pelosi. Uh, this is such a bizarre story because we were told this sort of narrative. There was some, some conflicting reports early on. It was hard to tell what was really going on. And then we had this long period of them not releasing this video and kind of left everybody to speculate and come up with conspiracy theories. Now, you know, I'm not a conspiracy theory guy. Um, I don't like speculating on that stuff. Kind of wanted to just see what we knew eventually we would see this video and eventually we would know what happened. But like, you know, you kind of understand that the Internet's going to go wild, right? When you don't release this footage that people can actually see what's going on. Let me take you through this footage because it's really amazing. First of all, let's start outside the home. You can go ahead and roll that. It's, it's the We also have our first this look at the Fox video News. on the attack of Paul Pelosi, husband of former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Look See, at this. This is David DePap outside. Now, remember I told you that there were going to be things other than jamming the, uh, the hammer through the back door. This is kind of just says we were told. Outside the home. Watch closely here as he it kind of is. The suspect. He DePap. hits. Uh, with the hammer, and then you, you could see him pulling the glass out him towards him. Now, this is one of the big things that was talked about initially, that, that are, the glass was outside the house, almost like the home, uh, or the glass had been broken well, so from inside. Well, the way he's chopping at it and pulling the glass back outside, it would actually make sense that some of the glass wound up outside, and then you can see him kind of climbing in through uh, the glass there. So the break-in looks exactly how, uh, you know, people were saying it happened, uh, how it was claimed initially. Uh, he came in through that back door. Now, let's look at the actual uh, video, of, uh, the footage of the video. Don't play it yet because I want to make sure if you happen to have kids around, you know, this is a pretty disturbing video. It's pretty awful to see. It takes place as police walk up to the door, the front door of the house. Paul Pelosi standing there with David DePap. And it's, it's interesting because they don't seem to even realize this is like a high value like home or that any, anybody like Nancy Pelosi might live there. We'll get into more of that here in a second because the 911 call is mesmerizing. But here is the video of the attack. You see uh, the, the police walking up to the door. Hi. How you doing? How are you? 
What's going on, man? Everything's good. Hi. Drop the hammer. Um, nope. Hey, 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 hey. What is going on right now? I'm not getting any answer on call, Bro! I got a mic I mean, it's... You see here... Edward Emerson, backup, code 3. Paul Pelosi's body is really just lying there. Code 3, backup. It's amazing he actually survived this. Give me your f***ing hand! Give me your f***ing hand! The pap and his plumber's crack there are on the floor. And in case you were wa- uh, listening on podcast, basically what you just saw was what you just saw was basically uh, the two guys standing at the front door. But one of the details that was left out of some of the initial reporting was c- quite clearly uh, either Pelosi's hand is on the hammer to stop him from using it or uh, DePap is holding uh, uh, Pelosi's hand. So he's standing nearby and can't walk out. That's a really key detail that we didn't have from earlier reporting. Um, at one point, you could see DePap try to free the hammer. Pelosi tries to stop him. And that's when DePap, right in front of police, right in front of the body cam, takes the, 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 the hammer and whacks him on the head as hard as he can. Maybe twice. It's hard to really tell. They kind of go out of frame there. And Pelosi is just out cold on the ground, making really rough noises for you to hear. It is a brutal, brutal attack. They're honestly like, you watch that and you watch the break-in, you hear absolutely nothing. I, don't th- I didn't take anything suspicious out of this at all. Nothing that would, would uh, question the official Pelosi narrative. Uh, and like, uh, you know, a lot of people were guessing like, all sorts of things. We don't know. We might find out more evidence about whether they knew this person before or something else that had happened in a previous uh, meeting. But the bottom line was nothing there disagrees with the fact that Paul Pelosi was a victim of a brutal attack at a home in a home invasion and deserves, uh, you know, look, I'm not a Pelosi fan. I'm not a Nancy Pelosi fan, not a Paul Pelosi fan, but deserves our sympathy here. This is a this is a brutal, brutal attack. Now, let's go a step farther because Paul Pelosi quite clearly here's this this break in happens at some point in between the two videos we just showed you. Paul Pelosi calls 911 and they release that whole tape here. We have segments of this for you. But the, the vibe, and you'll hear it here in a second, is Pelosi, he's on speaker with DePap standing right next to him, and he's trying to communicate to the 911 operator, hey, some guy I don't know just broke into my freaking house. Can you send somebody over here? Oh, actually, he's saying don't send anybody. I mean, I think you should send somebody, but they, they don't think that. He's trying to communicate, hey, I'm Nancy Pelosi's husband. And the 911 operator is not picking up any of these signals. It's infuriating. Listen to the clip of this call. This gentleman just uh, came into the house uh, and he wants to wait here for my wife to come home. Zero, two, and so, uh, four, and anyway, he's on the Do you know who the person is? No, I don't know who he is. He, he, uh, uh, he has this, he told me, he told me not to, uh, he told me not to do anything. What is your address, sir? Uh, 26. Two twenty-five and zero. What is your name? Seconds. Uh, my name is Paul Pelosi. <laughs> Pelosi? Does his name sound familiar anyway, at all? This gentleman says that uh, he thinks everything ought to, you know, he told me to put the phone down and uh, just do what he said. 
He's telling me to put the phone down and do what he says. No, I don't know who he is. I'm Paul Pelosi. A guy just broke into my house at three. Now, you can tell he's trying to remain calm. He's trying to walk this guy through it. And he's trying to not say anything that's going to piss him off and get his head hit with a hammer. But like quite clearly, these are signals that should have been picked up. This went on for minutes and minutes. Here's more of it. Capitol Police around. No, this they, is they usually my wife. They're usually, here. They're usually here at the house protecting my wife. Uh, no, this is San Francisco in. police. Friday, October. I, I, no, I understand. Um, okay, well, uh, and what do you think? Uh, he thinks everything's good. Uh, I, I've got a problem, but he thinks everything's good. Uh, okay. Call us back if you change your mind. What, call it. Could you, how would you not pick that up? Uh, he thinks everything's okay, but I think there's a problem. Okay, let us know if there's another problem. Uh, what is going on? I mean, I, I look, I don't know. I'm sure it's difficult to be a 911 operator, but that is absolutely unbelievable. You can't have someone on, who's working as a 911 operator who, who would not pick that up. I mean, and it's minutes and minutes and minutes of this. Him trying to send these signals, please come to the house, and her not picking them up. It's, it's absolutely unbelievable. Look, you know, we've had several uh, instances over the past few years in particular where people who kind of came up with wild conspiracy theories were proven right. I don't know. Maybe we'll learn more about this and we will find out something different. But right now, I think that those claims look completely wrong. If you were one of the people who were kind of going down this road, uh, you know, understandable why you would entertain outlying options as the way they handled it. We should make sure that these people are actually protected at their homes. We should release the video as soon as possible so this stuff doesn't grow. But like this looks like exactly what some people said it was an attack at a home, um, someone who psychotically was attacking the husband of, uh, of the Speaker of the House. I don't like her politics. I don't like him. I mean, he's a guy who just committed a crime a few weeks before this occurred. But still, he didn't deserve this. And honestly, the way they handled this made it much, much worse. It's a fascinating thing. We'll keep watching the details and see if any other developments come out. But at this point, man, that is rough video to watch. And uh, at least we have it now, and at least we can see the facts. And when you see the facts, it's a lot easier to judge what's going on. company I love is Grip6. They've got great, fashionable, customizable belts. They are minimalist. They are, you know, they're really cool. They fit kind of with everything, and they're very slim uh, to your belt line. So, like, they're not, like, jutting out like these, some of these big belt buckles. They're really cool, and you're going to like them a lot. They fit better than any belt you're ever going to have. They have this, I don't know, some sort of patented locking system. I don't even know how it works, but I will tell you it works really well. And, of course, they also have a great selection of socks and wallets that you can check out. The wallets are something totally different. You've probably never even seen a wallet like this before. Really slim. It's not like those big George Costanza wallets from back in the day. Uh, it's, it's just great. They're great products. They're made here in America. The stuff is sourced here in America. The wool for their socks is sourced here in America. You got to check these guys out. Grip6.com slash stew. Go, to, uh, go there. Use the code stew. Save 15%. Grip the number 6.com slash stew. It's grip6.com slash stew. Code is stew to get 15% off today. So, how does this network stay in business? You know, sometimes I look at the host of this particular program and I wonder, I don't know, I say, how, how, how on earth do they stay in business? 
But they do somehow, and that's largely because of you. It's about people who subscribe to Blaze TV. When you subscribe to Blaze TV, you're supporting the kind of journalism, the kind of deep looks, the kind of stuff that you saw, you know, on Glenn's show this week, for example, so buying historical documents that can prove the 1619 Project false. Uh, you know, people who are out there working every day, looking hard into issues that you care about. Uh, we hope you like the programming uh, quite a bit. If, if you're watching for free on YouTube or Pluto or wherever you are, we really appreciate you there, too. But if you can take that extra step, if you have the cash and you don't mind uh, supporting uh, Blaze TV, we'd really appreciate it. BlazeTV.com slash stew. Promo code is stew. It'll save you 10 bucks. Join us. You get lots of extra stuff behind the scenes as well. Uh, some special Q&As we're doing now every couple of weeks. It's great. BlazeTV.com slash stew. Promo code is stew. All right, it's time for Stew Eats America, where we taste test the best in new junk foods for you. This is the sort of scientific research we do here. And we're going to go through basically a full, healthy meal. You want to make sure you're getting all the food groups? And we're going to do that here today. We're going to start with the appetizer here. Brand new Lay's Wavy Funyuns. Yes, get the flavor of Funyuns on potato chips. Now, why on earth you'd want... You could just buy Funyuns if you wanted to eat Funyuns, but what if you... What if you were one of those people that just wanted to eat potato chips that taste like Funyuns? Well, now you can. Mm. Okay, here we go. Uh, wavy Funyuns onion-flavored potato chips. Hmm. Really salty. Mm-hmm. Regular Funyuns are already salty. Then they added really salty potato chips to that whole thing. These are incredibly salty. If you like salty, you'll probably like these. Again, I think I'd rather just eat regular Funyuns, which to me is probably a solid B type of a snack, maybe a B plus. So these are gonna give a C plus to wavy Funyuns from Lay's. Now, of course, you need a good meal too. You can't just have an appetizer. You gotta have a good meal, and that's why we have Captain Crunches. Oops, all red berries. Now, I am the type of person who is willing to forgive a mistake. But it has been years and years and years of this supposed captain going through the process and continually putting out boxes where it's all berries. And now he's just made a very similar, more profitable mistake with oops, all red berries. Does anybody believe this anymore? I don't think it's a mistake. I do not think it's a mistake anymore. And I hope people know that being said, I really want to eat these. This is the healthy part of the meal. Of course, you know, some milk, some uh, solid I mean, I hope they have not only red dye number nine, but 12 and 15 and 18 and 74 in this one because, oh man, this sounds like it might be great. Here we go. Mm. I gotta say, I'll take back all my previous criticism of the captain. I already like Captain Crunch. I already like Crunch Berries. If I was going to pick one flavor of crunch berries to eat, I would probably pick red. Again, just admit you did it on purpose. There's no reason to lie and act like it was a mistake. Oops, all red berries is an A. An A cereal. Get these things in your mouth. Get them in your body right now. Okay, this is the sort of healthy stuff we need. Imagine how many diseases would be cured if more people eat eight oops, all red berries. Now, this one's really interesting. I bring to you for a drink in my meal, Starry Soda. This is Starry uh, Lemon Lime Zero. Why do you care about Starry? It is actually interesting. Um, Pepsi that had Sierra Mist Soda, Sierra Mist around for many, many years. Well, they decided to bail on it. Sierra Mist is dead. 
They decided to bail on it and come up with a new lemon-lime soda called Starry. And we'll try that right now. It tastes like a lemon-lime soda, exactly how you'd think. It tastes like Sprite. Okay. Now, I happen to be more of a 7-Up guy. I would take 7-Up over Sprite. But uh, this is pretty solid. I would, I would drink this. I'd keep ordering it. It's not a huge upgrade or downgrade from Zero Mist. I would give it a, a B-. minus. Fine. You know, lemon night, not my favorite, but we'll go with it anyway. Last one, Fruity Pebbles candy bar for dessert. I don't have that much time. I got to eat it fast. It's like white chocolate with Fruity Pebbles baked in. Here we go. Oh, yeah. That's better than I expected. Got to be in the right mood for it. It tastes like white chocolate and Fruity Pebbles. That's what it tastes like. Nothing innovative here, but a solid flavor combination. A couple of bites, you probably get a B-plus out of me. The whole bar, probably more like a C-plus, but pretty solid anyway. And that's how you eat a healthy meal, America.